Welcome back to Seen It Before, where we're probably going to say something stupid about your favorite movie, because we have seen it all before. I'm Danny. I was supposed to take it over for you right there, but you know, I can't steal your thunder like that. Yeah, You're yeah. all dramatic and stuff like that. Yeah, the, You're not, need, we need to bring the drama to the podcast. Well, we're going to bring the drama for this one. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Tank Cloverfield Lane, baby. We're not. Even, we're skipping right over the first Cloverfield because it's a fucking shit show. But you know what? It's. <laughs> you don't Joe, like the first one? No, no. It's, okay, I haven't seen it since probably 2015, 2014. Okay. Um, Joe says it's better than he remembers it being because I talked to him about it today. I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I just know people it? really like it, and it's got the, well, it has the the iconic like uh, poster with like the lip, Statue of Liberty head. Yeah. The thing that's like that's a great picture but no, it's I haven't a great seen it. marketing campaign they did re- Jesus they did really good yeah. with the marketing on that movie but no one's went to see it <laughs> yeah well I mean it's a I think it was a gamble to do with the first one they did it with the Transformers trailer they put it out for the first Transformers trailer oh and that's or sorry with the first Transformers movie they put it out then oh yeah wait that's uh, wait when did the release that was 2008 2009 I don't know <laughs> Maybe. I do. Oh, I do know the market. This this whole franchise is known for its marketing campaigns. Yeah. Um, because 2008, this yeah. one for Ten Cloverfield Lane, I was very surprised because I saw. I think I saw the first trailer ever for it. Like it came out like a month or two before the movie released. And we're yeah. like, what the fuck? This looks awesome. John Goodman, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, that other guy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he's done a few things. <laughs> um, I, he was actually my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> John Gallagher Jr. John Gallagher Jr. Yeah, he plays Emmett. Yeah, and then uh, Cloverfield Paradox happened. Which well, I do, do you remember the campaign once. for that one though? No, I don't remember the campaign, but I remember seeing it once. Oh yeah, it wasn't good. But uh, it dropped. The trailer dropped during the Super Bowl, whatever year it came out, and then it released that night on Netflix. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I thought that was genius. It didn't wasn't a good movie. That's probably why they dropped it. Just and nonchalantly. Had, <laughs> I think it was two, 2020, actually, or 2019 or 2020. It came out. I was dating Sep, so it's probably 2020. Somewhere in there, you're yeah. still dating her. <coughs> no, I, like it was my first first year dating you're her. Still so. dating her. <laughs> I'm still dating her. Yeah, sadly. Well, anyway, let's get to it. <laughs> We're bringing it back, bringing it back. Ten Cloverfield Lane, bringing it back. Nobody's on Mike's me. Nobody's on me. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so we brought it back. Can we cut um, that out? That was stupid. <laughs> so this movie is uh, quite the uh, contrast to its first one, I would say. Yeah. Like, it's more of this, you know, thriller, uh, thriller mystery. And that may be a little mystery, but it's kind of... Yeah, it gets revealed. Yeah. It's very psychological, actually. Like, you don't even hear Mary Elizabeth, Mary Elizabeth Winstead talk until 10 minutes into the movie. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's all very silent, very picturesque in the first mm-hmm. 10 minutes or so of the movie. Yeah, the whole first, like, 10 minutes is, like, silent, too, or, like, you know, atmospheric yeah. music. Um, and it's funny because, like, you know how I was talking about, like, last week with, like, I was, like, uh, comparing the songs and stuff because I was, like, into scores at the time? Yeah. This is another movie that I was, like, really obsessed with the score for. Yeah, Bear McCreary. Yeah. And I heard the uh, – my, my my car automatically plays, like, the first song or whatever, and it just happened to be uh, this – or, well, Bear McCreary, it could be – 
it just happened to be from this the thing. So I kept hearing like over and over. That's terrifying. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? Now it's um. Imagine that in 2020, if that came on, you were just driving around, just like, oh, I'd be terrified. Yeah. Well, because it's sort of it's it's not exact, but it's like sort of what happened with the pandemic. You know. Yeah. It's it's similar lines. Yeah. Yeah, like what 2016 so it's like four years before it happened mm-hmm. oh my god yeah um so she's packing up all her shit she's run away from what we understand is like a uh, abusive relationship with her with boyfriend bradley cooper bradley cooper yep. he's like <laughs> fucking like of all people to just be all right bradley you're gonna be a voice on the phone and oh then, yeah and then you're gonna go record some raccoon lines yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, I bet you he was probably doing the voice for He probably just mailed it in, like phoned it in. Yeah. It's all you got is literally on a phone, so that's all I thought it was Ryan Gosling for a second, but I'm like, no, that's Bradley Cooper, because it's got that, like, you can hear Rocket in there a little bit. Yeah, I couldn't tell, because I wasn't really listening to the voice. I was just like, oh, it's the voice. Yeah, but I figured it was just some no-name guy. Yeah. 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 No, nope. And then uh, (laughs) she gets she rounds a corner and then just gets run off the road by somebody yeah like she sees this dude looking at her when she's like filling her gas tank up or whatever who's like oh, oh was this some other guy no it was the same truck oh so yeah, that was john so goodman's it was john truck. goodman doing yeah, okay his truck um and then he runs her off the road and then it cuts to like the title card which is right i think it cuts to the title yeah card. yeah like cloverfield no um, 10 cloverfield yeah, lane and then she wakes up in a fucking dungeon of a basement and all this weird shit. You know, how would you, I mean, it literally looks like she was kidnapped. Like she, I would oh, yeah. the exact same way. You know, she's chained with her leg to the fucking wall and she's. Mm-hmm. There's something that I appreciate though. Mm. She is like, it's not like, so she's handcuffed. Like her leg is handcuffed to the bar yeah. and she's got like a broken leg now. Um, and her bag is a very far distance away from her. It's in the corner of the room. And like, I just, it's just maybe a stupid thing, but I appreciate the fact that like, they're thinking like logistically, like what or Howard would put the bag in, in the room because he wants to be polite, but away from her. Because like that's, you know, cause they have this whole scene where like she's trying to do the thing. Any other movie I think would just be like the handcuffs would be longer and then she could just barely reach it with her hands. And then she does the thing. They you know? really thought out the, um, the setting and how it would be. It's very clearly thoroughly thought through. That was a way to say that. And I it's a really <laughs> long way to say that, but you get what I'm saying. The setup was nice. And the, even that whole one shot when she woke up, she's like, she wakes up, she looks, she's all dazed. And then she, I mean, it looks over. She's like, where the fuck am I? And then she's like, Oh shit, I'm chained to the wall. Oh fuck. Yeah. And then she, she knocks over the shit and does all that. Gets her phone. No service. Shocker. Yeah. She's in a fucking bunker. <laughs> and then we um, meet Howard for the first time. Yes. He's like Howard. Well, we, he knocks he over some food and stuff. Former space engineer. He works as like a rocket scientist type yeah, engineer. I don't no clue what he did. Yeah, really. that, that's that's what they said he was, and he's this he's this uh, hoarding. Um, what's the insane prep, man prepper that yeah, he's a, he's he's a prepper. prepper. Yeah. And that was a big thing back in like the 2015, 2016 era. So like they got yeah. that pretty spot on. Like a lot of people are fearing the end of the world. A lot of people still fear the end of the world, especially with 2020 and all that stuff that happened. I remember right around when 2012 was about to happen. Oh my God. Yeah. That dude, like see, it was all over the place. See this movie was like a few years too late, but it was still relevant. Yeah. Even if it, yeah, it, I like, I like that um, this movie started off as like, I guess it's sort of like a semi-tradition for this uh, franchise now because they have, um, they just, they're using spec scripts to supply 
uh, this franchise now. Like that's how uh, like this movie started off as a spec script called The Seller, yes. written by I. I, I know Damien Chazelle was involved somewhere. He was involved with this, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I always people. forget that. And I, and I always like to joke. I was joking with Cameron today about it. And I was like, oh, he did the twerk scene. <laughs> that was, right, that was the Damien Chazelle you. scene all the way. <laughs> he looks so goofy. It's like the way the camera is. Dude, I, I kept joking with you and Cameron. I was like, we're going to do the twerk scene. We're going to we're gonna do it. I'm good. I can't, I can't twerk. No, I'm not saying you can. We're just going to do it anyway. We're just going to do That's it anyway. not a requirement. <laughs> no, it's not a requirement at all. We're going to do it. Just you wait. Please stand by. Just kidding. We're not that dumb. Anyway, um, so if you want to see that, though. DM him. Just DM, <laughs> DM Dan the Donut Man one. I don't know. It's if you want to see it. I um, am I'm random person on the internet. I would love to see you twerk. Your best. Do your what, best. What's the price tag I should do that for? What should I what should I put the price tag for for I'm that? I'm a little concerned. What's your lowest? I'm a little concerned about this. Uh, it's a great question. I wanted to hear the highest price <laughs> I wouldn't I do want it you for to anything. Set the bar for me. <laughs> okay, so at the at the parameters are <laughs> You know, there's a difference between posting it online, yeah, whoring me out, just fucking give and, me a number, and then sending it personally to whoever asks. Like that's there's a difference there. You're whoring me out. Just give me a number. You're the one who wants to do it. I, I don't want it. I'm just talking on my I, ass here. Personally, I wouldn't do it any, for anything less than like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I, was, I would be <laughs> higher than that. I'm not going to say the number, but it's, it's higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be posting it like on our like on our Instagram where we can delete it and. <laughs> TikTok will go fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, who's um, this goofy white guy trying to do a dance from 2015? <laughs> what if I get a, oh, my God. What if I get a fat suit and just do it? <laughs> well, speaking of recreate it. He lost the weight. He did. Right after this movie. He I thought, did. like, I mean, he gained it back a little bit. But I mean, he, he's got all the skin still, so it's hard to tell. Yeah, that happens in older age. I mean, yeah. you know. So, back to the actual movie here. Um, so, we're, she's... He talks to her for the first time. That's where we were. So he introduced himself as Howard, and he's like, she's like, uh, please don't do... She's like fucking free text. Like, don't rape me. I don't know. She's like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she's valid, you know? And he's like, no. He's He's got such a weird mentality. I don't know how to describe it. All is like, you know... Uh, he's got this weird fixation with his daughter. I think he's... Uh, uh, obvious to me that he sees her as his abandonment daughter abandonment issues i guess in yeah, a way because uh yeah. they mentioned later on his wife tur- or his ex-wife turned his daughter against him yeah and that part was true um yeah. and obviously that we'll get to more of that a little later but yeah he's definitely one of those you know social outcasts in a way and kind of yeah. doesn't know i, I wouldn't to- be surprised if he was a flat earther too so yeah. well i mean he knows all about the hydrochloric or it's some Hi- some sort of different acid. I know. Hi- I know it wasn't hydrochloric. It's um here. I have it right here. Uh, it's fuck. Where is it? No, I had it. Oh, no. Uh oh, phyloric pyloric pyloric acid. I don't know. I'm it took say, you way too long to find that. I know, I know. I'm going to edit around it. It's like a good 30 seconds. You, uh, well, yeah, uh, I, I got it. Uh, uh. Cause I'm in, yeah, I'm in the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know they said it cause I had to remind myself. It was like three days ago. Anyway. Uh, yeah, he's a smart dude. He knows all about science and shit. 
Yeah, he, he's a science. Science dude. and shit. Science is cool, kids. Anyway, so he leaves the room. He leaves her food or whatever and some crutches. And she decides, I'm going to fucking stab this guy. Yeah. I don't she, like him. She was able to grind that into a point very Bro, quick. Like, damn. <laughs> I mean, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like, you know, the... I mean, Dan Trachtenberg did do Prey, so it's very right. similar in that aspect, too. Yeah, Dan Trachtenberg, he needs more love. He does. Those two movies were good. He's got some really good um, ideas, really good blocking, lots of mm-hmm. re- really cool ideas. I said ideas. I can't think of other words, but you know. Well, he made, he made it work. They're in like a small bunker, and yeah. he made all the shots. Like He made it look still enclosed, but like, but like, you know, you know how big yeah. a, a fucking camera rig is. They were able to fit that look natural in there yeah so. like it was really detailed set yeah. really nicely done. it reminded me of um room the one with not the room uh the one with brie <laughs> larson where she won an oscar i think um they were she actually shot that in that size of room with like oh. i think it was just the director and he had just the camera and he was just kind of like following all the shots and stuff I mean, that's how you get away with you know low budget stuff yeah oh fun fact that dude was born on my birthday who the the guy who directed the, Lenny Mc Abrahamson. I don't you know. know. When I hear Lenny, I hear think Lenny Kravitz. I'm like, oh, it's not, it's <laughs> no, not Lenny Kravitz. It's not, he, he's an Irish guy, very yes. white. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. So she she tries to stab and tries to get away, and she fucks up. Shocker. Um. Oh, then, no. Then she meets Emmett, the heart of the movie. I Honestly, fucking love this guy. Dude, so pure. He's, oh, <laughs> oh, Emmett. Yeah. I knew he was going to die like the, the second poor, I saw him. I know. <laughs> the, the poor guy. Like, and this is a good example of these two just being friends without having to have a romantic relationship. Right. It's, right. it's a really good buddy movie. And obviously, she tests his patience, uh, uh, Howard's patience at the dinner table. She's like, yeah. oh, what can I get away with here? And I'm going to flirt with Emmett a little. Yeah. Oh, can you pass the salt? And he, oh, the way he's just pamper. like, he has no fucking clue. He's like, okay. And she's like, yeah. Thanks. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And he fucking Anytime. slams her against the wall. He's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> John Goodman, like, man. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he's very overprotective already of her. Like, because he thinks of her as a pure, innocent girl Yo, yeah i thought the most the, the it's a little on the nose but it's it's a i still think it's a great scene where it's like they're so, playing the the guessing the bo- game the thing. board game yeah. yeah oh that's a good scene uh, little uh, uh, uh girl girl uh, uh, uh girl child uh fuck <laughs> little princess <laughs> it was woman woman <laughs> woman howard uh, uh fucking oh. creep <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, this is uh, awkward. It's fucked, dude. Basically, the whole movie's just like his deteriorate or like them realizing like how fucked up this guy is. Yeah, um, like they get along with him for a while and everything yeah. seems to be going good. And then, you know, shit happens and he's just fucked up with <laughs> that shit right there. And then uh, let's go back to the dinner scene for a second because like that scene, just the way it's blocked, the way they show emotion in that scene is so... Well done. A plus in acting right there for all three of them. There's something like, about it. it's easy to watch that scene. Yeah, like it I I had to go back to it. I rewound it. I was like, oh my god, this scene's so fucking yeah. good. I really like the like all the single shots. You got Howard kind of like leaning forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure if it's John Goodman thing, but I noticed he was kind of like leaning forward, hogging the table a little bit. Uh and then Mary Elizabeth Winstead is just kind of like she's like, you know, and we see we pretty much only see her like like her like when we see her face, it's like head on like yes 
you know, full full frame, and then Emmett's just like <laughs> he's Emmett. He's, he he's just there. He, he's he's the heart. Um, yeah, they so their relationship builds through their hatred of Howard, I guess, in a way. Yeah, and how fucked up the oh when he shows you um her the picture of this girl that he says is his daughter and it's yeah not his daughter. Not, not, yeah, yeah. that like, was and was like that's that girl that went disappeared two years ago <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah so you find all these different little clues yeah, you know like, she shows the picture it knows the earring and then she goes up yeah. to fix the vent or whatever yeah. and it is help scratch from the inside yeah and then she <laughs> finds the green earring with blood on it so, oh no oh, he, she was wearing that earring oh he trapped his daughter and what the fuck do you think happened there because like it's never explained it's only alluded to like did he kidnap her because after his daughter left he kind of felt like i i need i don't know what to do without yeah, a daughter type figure or something like that, and he just like kidnapped her. I think yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think it's something along the lines of like "Don't Breathe," where like you know, in what way? Have, well, you've seen the movie, right? Yeah. So his daughter gets killed by this other girl. Oh yeah. Then he takes that girl to have a baby with her. Wait, I'm, I'm not thinking of "Don't Breathe." I was thinking of um that fucking the blind man the the yeah that's, that's "Don't Breathe." Movie. Oh yeah, with turkey baster. That is the same movie. <laughs> that is the same movie. I just got to say that. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that oh, took no. Me a, that took me a hot minute. I, I've only seen the movie once when it yeah. first came out. I um, mean, I just watched it for to watch that uh, that one guy. The way they shot the, him get shoot shot in the mouth, you know, where it's like slow motion. It's like, and goes like his cheeks. It looks like mm. kind of like Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, but no, so I'm, I'm assuming it's something along the lines of like he just like found this girl, looked similar to his daughter, kidnapped her. Asked her to come like, over and help him with something and then just fucking trapped her. She tried to escape with the help thing and then I bet you he just he, put her in the acid yeah. again. Yeah, but so that was before all this. Do you think he lived in the bunker just by himself beforehand? Because he has a house too, I'm pretty sure. So like. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he probably so does both. Like, Did he just like keep her down there and not go down there with her? Oh, yeah, probably. Man. Oh, God, yeah. that's fucked. Yeah, man. <sighs> he's, he's a fucked up guy. Oh man, <laughs> but he's like he's doing this for like good reasons because of what's happening. Yeah, he's but he's justifying like, this entire like aliens so, are coming. He's just he's like oh, so my secret torture bunker is all right. He obviously should have an idea of what it is. He probably saw stuff on the news. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he heard it on the radio when well he said he heard it on the radio when he was driving past her or whatever, and then yeah. that's when he knocked her off the road. Um, <laughs> I need to find a woman. <laughs> I need to find a woman to climb through the vents. <laughs> That's exactly small, what nimble. Yeah, yeah, like oh my god, dude, <laughs> so fucked. Aliens, <laughs> woman. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Emmett for a second because his whole backstory is kind of just yeah. He's just like a, a carpenter, and he or like he was helping him build the bunker, and he noticed like this dude's a little fucking off. And then he sees the he describes it as like a red beam and like from I remember watching a video a while ago that that's not how the the original Cloverfield movie introduces the alien or whatever. There's no red glowing thing in the sky, so that I remember that sparked a lot of different theories as if like this was like an alternate universe or like there were multiple alien attacks happening at the same time. Like so, this is clearly a, a different type of event, obviously well, because we don't Louisiana see the Louisiana as opposed to New York, so. right? So yeah, it must have been like I mean, we find out in Cloverfield Paradox. I'm not sure how how linked together all these movies are. Well, they they link together because there's a dude with Howard's last name that's also played by John Goodman, right? I'm pretty sure there's another dude played like his brother. 
I think they kind of explain that in a way. In Paradox? Uh, yeah, I read I read something on this. I don't. I never saw it. I don't remember yeah, that. Let me see if I can find that because it was a trivia fact on here. Um, it was something like, um, no, it's gonna take a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. The character Mark Stambler is featured on screen discussing uh, the Shepard particle experiment or whatever. Uh, in this film, John Goodman's character, Howard Stambler, also talks about his conspiracy theories. It's noted that Howard worked on satellites and... Oh, is it the same satellite in Paradox? Fans uh, theorize that Mark and Howard are brothers given the similar opinions. I see, I see. That's how they loosely got mm. that away with, I guess. I think all these little things that pop up are just kind of symptoms of like the fact that this was retrofitted. Like the both of them were retrofitted into yeah. this franchise. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, okay, it's yeah. loose, but like, don't. It's all right. Yeah. Although I am just a tiny bit confused as to, was Howard just? Like, did he know about like? Okay, how does the gas work? Uh the gas. Because um, the aliens are out there, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but there's this whole like scene where like she realizes, oh, the air isn't toxic. She, she, oh, you know, yeah, Howard's been lying the, to her the, the whole birds time. birds are going by. And there's birds that can breathe oxygen. Right. Yeah, that's how she realized she but, can breathe. But you had the you had the lady. So I, was she like, must have gotten beamed by the aliens or something and got away. That's probably what he was thinking. And then the pigs, too? That's what I'm thinking. Like, they definitely got, like, abducted or killed somehow like that. Okay. Maybe Howard just didn't see it, and then he came out the next day, and it happened to be like that. That's how I allude to it being like that. Yeah, I'm just I'm just like confused on the rules, especially related to the rest of the franchise. Yeah, see, I think it's best not to look too deep into that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just enjoy the movie for what it is, because I mean, it's well, the best of the trilogy. The lady that uh, like ran up to the to yeah, the bunker, yeah. you know who that is? No, <laughs> she plays Lori Bream in Silicon Valley. She's like the super deadpan character. Okay. She, like she's like genuinely, she's kind of like a Sheldon type, but not okay. like not like you know crazy she doesn't have any breaks like that or anything but she's just like uh you know she's like very matter of fact she's like uh like we don't want to invest in your company okay so she's robotic she's like, right. yeah very robotic yeah <clears throat> it's just funny watching her be like you bitch <laughs> open up you bitch and i'm like lori what are you Bang. saying <laughs> yeah she started breaking okay. her face okay lady you want to get in that bad okay, okay, lady. You're, you're crazy yeah um but anyway i, I was talking about emmett's back backstory not just emmett's part of the story and it's like he's a, tr- a failed track star went to or not a failed track star a very good track star in high school had a scholarship and everything to go to like this louisiana big school like d1 and he decides like i can't do it it's just anxiety and he had a bus ticket and everything and just yeah and he still go. holds on to the i'm not sure if you saw that he, saw that, he has yeah. the the ticket still mm-hmm. he still had it in his wallet and it just makes it even more tragic because like he could have not been in this whole situation at all yep i mean yeah he still probably would have been dead but like you know it's yeah, at least he would have been a track star <laughs> yeah he would have had some kind of fame i guess I mean, it's, it's funny he's wearing like baggy clothes the whole time does he have like did he look like a runner to you? Because he didn't look like a runner to me. I mean, again, it doesn't say how long ago his high school was. It didn't say how old he was. Yeah. I, mean, I could He looked like our age. He's probably like in his late 20s, I'd say. Yeah. So, again, 10 years can do a lot to a person mm. in a way. So, um, <laughs> what? It can do a lot to a person. It can do a lot to a person. Yeah. I'm um, Batman. No, you're not. Okay. 
okay. Well, you didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, what, what, that's, what if I, I really believed I was? And you just like, you know. Batman's not blonde. To, neither is James Bond, apparently. Well, apparently Daniel Craig kind of changed that around, so. Yeah, so who say say Batman can't be blonde? I mean, technically, I guess Robert Pattinson's a little blonde, but he's not. Yeah, see? But he's fucking, not blonde in this movie, so okay, like. It's just, okay, just, okay. This end of this movie, so uh, Emmett, er, John Goodman finds the scissors that uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character and um, what's what's his face, uh, John Gallagher Jr.'s character, had to use to try to uh, get the... Uh, They're making a spacesuit. Not a spacesuit, <laughs> like a, a gas mask type of... Yeah, like a fallout yeah, looking a fallout thing. Shit. And they make it out of a bat. I really like the, the design. And I love how it, it came back. Like, it was like, there was a lingering shot in the very beginning on the uh, yeah. the uh, bath. Like, That's an, a very interesting bathing, or bath curtain. So. And they decided to make or it into a, a suit. And it, it, yeah. like, it worked for the most part, but uh, John Goodman found out the scissors were missing yep. and he brings up this... Uh, Pionic or psionic, however you want to say it, acid. Bring out this acid. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's like dropping it in. Drop oh, phylochloric. Sorry. I <laughs> he, <laughs> did, he did it. Um, he drops them in. He's and, like, um, I did it. And I love, like, he, he, he's trying to be the bigger person, just be like, you're the one that's going to escape anyway. I will stay behind. He, he basically yeah. alludes to that. Because and, how, how else would he. Or would would he, how would he get out? Because exactly. Howard has the keys. It's one suit. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, no, no. He they could open the door, but um, yeah. And I was thinking like yeah, halfway they, through the movie, they don't like, know about the fallout. They, they didn't still fallout. They never specified who would be wearing the suit, but I yeah. figured like you're making it like you have to design the suit to fit a certain person. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. It's, like, they're clearly designing it for Michelle, um, but uh. I like how he tries to appeal to John or Howard's like psyche a little bit where he, instead of being like, I did it, I wanted to escape, blah, blah, blah. Like a normal person would, or would try to defend them. He's like, I wanted to steal your gun. So she would respect me. Like she respects you. And I like that. Like that's a very bold way to say that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it it almost works. Almost works. And he's like, okay, I forgive you. Fucking bang. Bang right in the face. (laughs) The first time I saw him, like, Oh fuck! <laughs> I love the sound goes out too, but uh, it's like muffled. And and it's still, all yeah, you yeah. have the the pitch high pitch ringing in your ears. It's yeah. like oh man, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Ahsoka. Watching her in Ahsoka, you would never know she's actually this good. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, she's this is probably her best role. I would say, <laughs> yeah. like best dramatic role. He, everyone's gonna say uh, Scott Pilgrim, but like, let's be honest. No, this is there's her. not much for her to do in that movie. No. This one, she's got goddamn this got role. terror. She's got like a little bit of like, oh, well, she's got to pretend to play a character who's pretending to flirt. Mm-hmm. She's got to be happy. She's got to be sad. You know, the whole gamut of emotions. All the whole gamut, yes. And so she's fucking shell shocked, and then she finds the bus ticket. Yada yada yada. And she's like, "All right, I got to do this." And she sets up this whole plan to. Uh, how did she set up the plan again to like kill him? At, or she wasn't gonna kill him. She's gonna escape and grab his keys. But then, like he's near the acid. She see. Oh no, she's running away. That's right. She ends up running away from him because he. Yeah, because she's like fuck this guy under the mattress. Right. And yeah, because uh, or when there's like the kind of a tense scene where she hides the gas mask and like yeah, the, the and, like the screw down. falls. He goes fishing around there. Nothing's there. And he sees it under the mattress, Get sticking up. out. And she's like, why? I'm oh. just trying to read. 
oh fuck yeah that's and she she's... runs away and then she gets into the uh the acid room sees the decomposing body of emmett and he's like oh <laughs> and yeah ends up poor guy fucking <laughs> kicking the acid can over into him making him slip and burn himself and she maneuvers her way out of there it was yeah. fucking wild really well done um well uh, well choreographed how does it start the fire though uh, it's at, oh because the, the it goes on the wire, frays the wire of the lamp, and then it sparks. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that starts a fire in this very tightly enclosed mm -hmm. uh, bunker. Yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. she's got to climb through the vents, Die Hard style. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, yeah she, she grabs the suit. Yeah, goes ties it to her ankle, puts it, goes through the vents. He's fucking stabbing up there. Oh, come on. Yeah, <laughs> and then he eventually grabs her leg at one point through the vent. It's like, and his, why would you his fleshy hand? Oh, it's like God. falling apart. Like, and yeah. she ends up just like kicking him off, whatever. He gets. It takes a long time for that place to fucking explode. I feel like it'd be a lot less time than it. Yeah, than, I don't know. I mean, plot armor, I guess, to a, a fault. She got to get it. What if she? You know, she fucking burns Whoa. to death in the vent. Like, <laughs> and I love the way that the uh, the air can. They mentioned it earlier in the uh the movie i think during the dinner oh yeah it's like one on the rocks and yeah, yeah i thought that, uh, that was a pretty that cool was a idea nice way to uh allude to that coming in handy later really really well done i've never seen that before like, oh that's good that's really good and then um, uh so since she gets out and because this is a cloverfield movie uh she has to have a showdown with the alien yeah which just, i'm not sure that this movie needed it no i don't think so i think this is where the movie kind of fell apart a little bit for me i was like oh you don't need this like yeah it's cool but like oh, I, it could have just yeah. been its own survival type movie it didn't need to be aliens could have been more ambiguous like it was the whole time yeah and it would have worked just the same i think it would have been really cool if like we didn't if they if they somehow did like um uh the Blair Witch remake thing with this. I didn't see the Blair Witch remake. There was a uh, a trailer that came out a few months before it released. It was just called uh, advertising this movie called The Woods. And you're like, oh, you're going to be terrified of this movie called The Woods. And you have no fucking clue. And then all of a sudden when the movie gets released, it's called Blair Witch. We're like, oh, fuck, it's a Blair Witch movie. How cool would it have been if, like, like it was to be awful for, like, advertising and everything. But how cool would it have been if like, you just advertise it as the seller? have the whole movie happen then she escapes and then she's like there's and then she really like you know because you still have the aliens in the background she's like I, i'm gonna fight all these fucking aliens uh and then she drives past and then you see cloverfield laying on the mailbox like they do and then that that's that's how it ends i think that and then you have the title card 10 cloverfield Lane. i think that, that would be really good really good uh, i like damn that yeah i like that i really like that but i did like the ending of you know she escapes everything and then on the radio it's like you can go to baton rouge to be safe you can go to houston to help in the fight and i she really liked that she went to fight because damn just give her another movie already yeah. fuck will we ever but, see it probably, probably not, not. <laughs> this this franchise seems very dwindling i don't think it's gonna yeah be a thing unless they do like a tv show maybe like that could be Ooh, a cool thing that could Not, really work hopefully better than the purge i never watched the purge tv show but i, I hated all those movies so what? i didn't even I didn't you hated all those movies every single one did not i watched the first three and i'm like oh like i gave the first one a shot because oh it's the purge it's got ethan hawk in it this is gonna be good i like awful fucking hate I, I despise that movie what the fuck happened at the end of that? Then uh, Purge Anarchy, which I uh, is the best. Uh-huh. Uh, Frank Grillo's a badass. But, mm -hmm. like, come on. It's just, like, they used all the good shots, and it's, like, it's, 
like, oh, we're tracks. animals. We need to get all our pent up rage out. Yeah, like, dude, when you see that fucking person with the Statue of Liberty mask, that th- shit was dope as fuck. Yeah, it's real cool, but yeah. like, just have a trailer. Like, and then election year, oh my God. Yeah, I, <laughs> that I, one is that one bad. Shite. I saw <laughs> The Forever Purge on Max recently. It's very Texas Chainsaw Massacre y. Um, yeah. It's not terrible, but it's it's definitely not as bad as election year. <laughs> what's um, the I never saw the first purge. What's the one where they, they tried to like make it super like super political where they literally had like a Trump hat on the poster? That might have been um, Was that the f- that might have been election year. No, no, because that one that one was sure? just about Connie Britton. She was running for like president or whatever. Um or she's a senator and then the purge happens to her again. But I think it was like the first purge. Uh, that wouldn't have been like a MAGA hat. It was 2013. That wouldn't have worked. No, no. Like the movie's called The First Purge. Oh, yeah. The First Purge. Yeah, that was um 2018. It's possible that was there. Yeah, it was like right after you got elected. Yeah, but they, yeah, so I'm like, I saw the Trump. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I never saw The First Purge. That's the only one I didn't see out of the trilogy. Or yeah. quad five, five movies. <laughs> so, it, I mean, that concept might probably would work on TV a little better. Yeah. This, I think Cloverfield would work very well with the TV show because that's like what they're kind of going for with this movie. It's like this Cloverfield event happened. Yeah. And, you and can, now we have these little side stories, the little yeah. anthology episodes. I think would be great. Ooh, there's an idea. Hollywood. I don't know. Yeah. I the mean, WGA the, just came yeah, to a possible like, deal. I mean, you know, I mean, tentative SAG is probably SAG is probably farther away at this point, but you know, yeah. it, we're Why getting they to strike? a point. Huh? Why did they strike? Like, I didn't think they had too many because, complaints. Uh, I think it's for directors aren't getting paid as much. I want to say that's what it was. Why wouldn't the directing go? I don't know. I don't remember what the exact thing is. Um, I don't want to speculate on it because I don't remember. Um, you should know this. We're in the news. We should. <laughs> I mean, we know all about the, the WGA strike. Yeah. Um, Which hopefully yeah. that can come to a resolution in the next few months. Obviously... The 2023-2024 TV season is in flux. It's not going to happen at this point. Yeah. So but we're going to get some shit for a few years. but uh, Maybe a year. I think we'll get some shit. Um, hopefully, we'll get re-releases. We'll get some big movie re-releases. Like, say we see Infinity War and Endgame in theaters again. I'd fucking see that in IMAX. Uh, what if we get you know the Dark Knight trilogy, which already came out again recently? Yeah, it was like five bucks or something for yeah. the trilogy. If, if these things come out, I will see them. There's no doubt that I will see them <laughs> just because they're such big movies. Even like the Tarantino ones, we never saw in theaters. That would be cool to you know, oh, witness like Pulp Fiction in theaters. Stuff? Like, uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Really, why is that the one that we always say, but it's, I don't think it's that good. We don't like that movie. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I like Reservoir Dogs. That's a good I would movie. see that one in theaters. Um, I'd see Kill Bill in theaters. Oh, I would Oh, I would love a double feature with that. Mm-hmm. It, it falls off towards the end though, but like, yeah, it's it's solid. Because he views it as one movie, so... Anyway, there are options there. Uh, Back to Cloverfield. I think we're kind of wrapping this one up. So, uh, what do you give this one? (sighs) I think if... (laughs) I don't know what that was. Other than the facts that they're trying to... They're trying to cram this into the Cloverfield universe and, like, they just had to have the alien thing at the end. Like, that's definitely not its strength. I think it's, it's... Obviously, it's the paranoia... And it's the, you know, you're trapped in suspense. Yeah. Yeah. It's all a suspense. You're trapped in this bunker with this, uh, supposed killer. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think if, if it just cut off like the last 10 minutes and then got cleaned up like one, one more round in the writer's room, I think this would be like a 95, but 
Uh, because that's there, I, I'm going to give it like an 80. 80? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. It's a very entertaining movie, but like I, I had- That rewatchability too. Yeah, but that's the thing. I didn't go back to this movie until this year, and I saw it when it first came out, and it was, that was it. And I bought it on Blu-ray, and then I actually never that's watched fair. it. I never saw it again till I can't till just before we watched or before we did this podcast. So I mean, it's fair some assumption. Wow, I can't talk today. <laughs> um, yeah, damn, that makes me think because like a big thing on my ratings is rewatchability. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I think I will go back to this eventually. Maybe not in the near future. So because of that, I'm probably going to give it an 88. 88? The crazy 88 from yeah. Kill Bill. Originally, like, on Letterboxd, I gave it a four and a half. This is definitely not four and a half anymore. Um, just <laughs> yeah, I haven't even that. rated it on Letterboxd yeah. yet. I've been so, so down the rabbit hole with Attack on Titan. I just watched we the, know. the best arc, this Return of Sigonsina, Shigonsina. Our, it's a really hard word to say but um that entire arc i think every episode i gave a five yeah five out of five stars except for like one of them serialized yes dj was that's what i see we'll get to that you gotta watch the show i don't even care if we do it for this ep- for the podcast you just need to watch it before you can find us on instagram and tiktok with the handle at scene forecast that's s-c-e-n-e april forecast and on twitter with the handle s-i-b underscore pod i'm dan i'm danny you can find me on Instagram at Danny underscore Wass, my letterboxed and serialized, as I just said, at DJ Wass, or my YouTube channel, which is just, wait for it, Danny Wass. I apologize for interrupting you, but that was... <laughs> Next time, we're doing socks. Socks! Socks! We're doing socks, and it's going to suck so hard. Probably. <laughs> because I got to rewatch the first two, because I think those are the two you have to watch before um, yeah. getting into this. Is so. Darren Lynn Bowsman doing this one, too? I don't think so. Because he did the spiral, which I, I thought it's was... <laughs> it's, yeah, I think it is the worst uh, Saw movie I've seen. Uh, um, no, it's Kevin Grutert. Grutert. He, he did The Strangers. Okay, good. That was um, a good movie. He did... Let's see, directing. Uh, Jezebel. Never saw that. Saw 3D. Oh, God. Mm, saw yeah. 6... And Saw 3D, yeah. Eh, okay, so we're getting like mid, mid-tier mid talent based on those God, movies. God, and it's I the longest one of all of them. It's two hours. Two uh, hours of No, porn. no, you don't make a Saw movie yeah, longer than an hour and a half. Yeah, we're porn, Danny. No. Ugh. Okay, this is, this this is already gonna, bad this news. This going to suck so hard. <laughs> anyway. Socks. <laughs> until next week, we'll see you next time. Ah!